Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion Podcast. The number one youth ministry podcast on the planet. The show that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Now, here's your host, author, speaker, and trainer, Paul Turner. What's going on, youth workers? What's happening? Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world today. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had fun watching the Super Bowl. Uh, I hope your team won. Uh, I, I kind of figured that Tom Brady would win this one, so there was no great surprise to me, uh, and I wish him well. So if your team didn't win, it's okay. There'll be another one next year, and uh, you can you can root for them then. If you're brand new to the podcast, thank you for checking it out. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. If you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and your attention. And uh, I hope uh, to bring you some great value today, as I always uh, attempt to do. And I want to do our motion metrics, which is about who's listening to the podcast. And uh, these cities, Jefferson, St. Paul, and Franklin, and the countries that are listening are UK, the UK, and Brazil. So, Thank you so much from wherever you're at. Your time and your attention mean the world to me. So today, uh, I want to share with you uh, somewhat of a devotional. I mean, there's principles in here for youth ministry and and pastoring and so forth, but it is devotional in that sense. So take it for what it's worth, and uh, I hope that it encourages you. Now, listen, some things will never change in youth ministry, like the middle school boys not taking showers at camp, high school girls uh, that are in conflict <laughs> all the time, and church politics. Now, maybe this pandemic has drawn attention to your youth ministry in ways that are not flattering, and you're being scrutinized and evaluated like you've never been evaluated before. And uh, you find yourself on this battlefield, uh, and you are saying, listen, I could use some hope and some encouragement right now because the battle is long and the battle is hard. But take courage, youth workers. Listen, there's nothing new under the sun, nothing you haven't faced before. It's the same old battles dressed in new armor. It's time once again for you to take the battlefield and fight the good fight of faith. Here's some thoughts to encourage you during this difficult time. I've been reading about David's mighty men recently, and I'm always blown away by their honor and heroism. If 2 Samuel 23 were made into a movie, it would make the movie 300 look like a pure flicks movie. These warriors of old are not unlike youth workers of today. You see, you're in the trenches fighting these Philistines that maybe you imagine them to look like pastors or parents or students or your own emotions or family stresses, or the devil, and life itself. But let me offer this little tidbit to encourage you today. In 2 Samuel 23, 11 and 12, the Bible says, Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi, the Hararite. When the Philistines banded together at a place where there was a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field, He defended it and struck down the Philistines, and the Lord brought about a great victory. So let me go ahead and share a few thoughts from this scripture here that hopefully will be an encouragement to you uh, as you do youth ministry in these uncertain times. You know, when the Philistines banded together, that stands out to me. You know, sometimes you're at a disadvantage, right? You're the lone voice 
right or wrong, in the boardroom, the parents meeting, the staff meeting, or the network meeting, you have a great idea, a vision, a desire, or a, a powerful thought, and it seems like everyone is against it. You have been trained to be peacemakers, right? And Jesus certainly extols us, all of us, to be peaceful uh, and to be peacemakers. But there's times when we must speak out and risk putting ourselves in a less than peaceful situation. If you're feeling outnumbered, think about scaling back or break your vision into smaller, digestible pieces, right? You must always remember that your enemies, and I put that in quotations, real or imagined, are not human. Parents, pastors, or deacons are not your enemies. Scripture says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms in Ephesians 6, 11, and 12. And it's easy to use this verse to say that those who oppose us are driven by some sort of dark forces. And this is usually not the case. Most of the time, you're fighting ideologies, philosophies, generational practices, and even culture itself. And sometimes the enemy is your own hard-headedness. Shama knew his enemy, and you must discern your own enemy, uh, whether that's an internal uh, a character flaw within you or whether it's something going on outside of that. The next point I'd make is this, is that Israel's troops fled from them. You know, there's going to be times when in youth ministry, you're going to be lonely. You're going to feel leadership uh, oftentimes is very lonely. And there'll be times when you stand alone, but you're not truly alone, right? God is with you. You, you may see your youth leaders flee. You may see your students flee. Uh, you may see even your friends flee because they don't see the vision that you see. Some see taking new ground as a very scary thing, and they don't feel like they can fight whatever boogeymen lurk around the corner, uh, and they're scared to go with you. The Israelites did not see the point of standing and fighting. To lessen the fears of those around us, we must paint the picture of a field worth fighting for. Use stories of previous victories and potential victories to build the inner strength of those around you. Some will still flee, but some may hear the warrior's call and join you. The next point I see is, but Shama took his stand in the middle of the field. This is where the rubber meets the road. Maybe Shama was tired of running. Maybe he was tired of giving up ground. Whatever the reason, he stopped, drew his sword, and said enough is enough. What are you tired of running from? Maybe it's a meeting, a parent, a, a person of authority, your personal demons, whatever it is, it's exhausting you. And at some point you have to say, listen, I must take my place. Your paychecks come from the church, but your blessing is from God. Now your field, whatever you're fighting for or over, it could be your family, it could be young people, it could be your values. Uh, you must fight for them, right? Against the devil, your own laziness, apathy, the culture, all of those things. It doesn't have to result in disaster. It doesn't have to, I'm not talking about a full-on World War III type of thing. Uh, some of these battles are just inner battles. And I don't believe Shama's fight was short. I believe it took some time. If you fight too hard too early, you'll lose steam, you'll lose momentum, and maybe you'll lose your job. 
fight for the long haul, not for the short term. In addition, I don't I don't think this fight was about lentils, right? It's it's not about who who's going to have the most lentils and who gets to collect all the lentils. A field of lentils is where the fight happened. The fight was on principle. Shama may have said to himself, "This far no further." Or maybe he quoted Gandalf, right? "You shall not pass." But let us not fight over the frivolous, right? Don't fight over the programs, policies, privileges, etc. Fight for the big picture, the spiritual growth of your students within the context of the whole church. And the fourth point and the last point I'll make is this. Every victory is the Lord's. You know, that that should go without saying, right? But there are days you fight and win and take the credit when in reality, it was the Lord who did it. When someone changes their mind, takes your side, or helps you push, you must look at it in the larger context of what God is doing. You may win a battle, but the war is still raging. Psalms 127.1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. You are co-laborers with God, working together in the field. You are co-laborers with your pastor, your parents, your youth leaders, you're working together. And God sees the architectural blueprints of your youth programs and your church and desires that they be in tune with his vision. When others laud you for great programs, large crowds, or great ideas, you must deflect praise back to God and maybe defer focus from the group to stories of individual students who are the real victory stories those that have come to Christ, those that have overcome. Listen, youth workers, you are mighty men and women of God. You have a field, defend it. But don't fight for lentils. Fight for principle. Fight for the deeper ideas. Don't fight over the fact that you can't paint the room a certain color or you can't do a certain thing. Those are lentils. You are warriors in the battle, right? You are mighty men and women of God. You have a field, defend it, fight for it. But don't do it where the people around you will get the brunt of the impact, where those around you could get hurt because you're driving forward. You're pushing ahead with an idea or a thought maybe that maybe doesn't need to be fought over. Remember to keep those things in context as you move forward, right? It's a long battle. Don't lose it in the short term. You are the warriors in battle. Don't give up. I believe in you, but most importantly, God believes in you. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for your time and your attention today. If you were blessed by this, if you took something from this, would love to hear from you. Please go on over to the Facebook group that we have uh, specifically for those who listen to the podcast. I'll put a link down in the description below. Come share your thoughts, ask questions, uh, just join us in community and uh, let's talk about the issues that are at hand. Also, if you have not left a review for this podcast, I would love if you went over to iTunes and left a review and say, look, here's what I'm getting from this. Here's the, some stars, some comments. Uh, share your thoughts about some of the encouragement you received here. It helps people find the podcast in search, uh, you know, for all the reviews uh, that it gets boosted up and all that. So I would love if you went over and shared your thoughts there as well. So that's it for today, guys. Just remember, if you haven't heard lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a good job. 
pick your battles wisely. Stay in it for a long haul and uh, disciple kids, build a successful youth program, uh, and glorify the Lord in all that you do. So that's it for today, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.